This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good evening everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Ruchem Abba'am. We're continuing in Daf HaShavu, we're learning Mesachas Ksubais, Daf Yudches Amad Beis. We begin six lines from the bottom on Yudches Amad Aleph. The Gemara had a kasha. The only reason why we have to talk about Karka is because if it's metaltalin, then we don't really have a case where you're only believed when you have a Pesha Asar, but you would not be believed if you don't have a Pesha Asar. We could not conjure up a case uh, by metaltalin where if... You don't have Edim, you would be believed. And if you have Edim on the loan, you wouldn't be believed. The Gemara said even if you had Edim on the loan, you'd be believed to say you paid back. Because Hamava is Chaver Ba'edim. The Gemara said on the top of Yud Chesem and Aleph, you don't have to pay back with Edim. So the Gemara says, why don't we just pick a case of where you say, I lent your father, I borrowed a money from your father, and I paid back half. And uh, you're an Emon, because it's like a Pesha Asar. And the Gemara asked, well, who would, th- who would that be like? According to the Rabbanon, you're a Meshav Aveda. And even if the children are Toivea, the money, you didn't have to uh, agree to anything. So the fact that you did is a free will offering, and you would be believed, uh, irrespective of the Pesha Asar. And if it goes according to Rebbe ben Yaakov, According to Rebbe ben Yaakov, even if nobody was toiveya, the Gemara asks, even if no one is toiveya, you'd be chayev to swear. That was the Gemara's kasha, miman of shach. The Gemara said, you can't pick a case where somebody said to their friend, you know, I borrowed money from your father and I paid back halfway, and I'm neman, because according to the Rabbanon, I'm neman because it's a meishav aveda. And the way Rashi explained that, it's a Meshav Aveda. And why would Rabbi Shaw only say if the person is not Toivea, even if he is Toivea? And according to Blessed Ben Yaakov, even if he's not Toivea, I'm still Chayiv Ashua. Now the Gemara said, well, it's talking about, Rabbi Lezer Ben Yaakov says, we're talking about a situation where the Katan makes a Taina. So Gemara asks, what do you mean if a, kata, a katan's taina it has no legal significance? So Gemara says, the, the toivea was a gadon, he's called a katan, because regarding the matters of his father, he's a katan. So Gemara says, if that's the case, it's taina sacherim. No, it's hoidas atzmai. The Gemara says, every single case is that way. So basically, we're up to where the Gemara makes an about face, and the Gemara basically is going to say that the Tviya of a Katan has halachic significance. When do we say the Tviya of a Katan does not have halachic significance? That's if the Katan is toiveya, his own money. But if he's making a Tviya on behalf of the father, then the Taina of a Katan has halachic significance. And ultimately what the Gemara is going to say is that according to the Chachamim, if a Katan is toiveya, a hundred, and I say pay, I paid back fifty, I'm a Meshav Aveda. Why am I a Meshav Aveda? 
Because the truth is, I would deny everything. I would have the audacity, the Gemara is going to say, to deny everything. And therefore, I am a Meshav Aveda by admitting to half. And I don't need a Pesha Asar, meaning Rabbi Yeshua says you're believed because Ein Shar Shachad Lefanecha, according to the Chachamim, even if uh, the other person is Toiveya, I'm Pater because I'm a Meshav Aveda. Uh, on the other hand, Rabbi Lezer. Ben ya- Rabbi Lezer Ben Yaakov holds that I am not a Meshav Aveda. And even if the other person is not... And when the other person is Toiveya, then I have to swear. Why do I have to swear when the other person is Toiveya? Because I would not necessarily have the audacity to deny the whole thing. The same way I have to swear when I'm a Mitzas, when a regular person makes a Tviya, when a Katan makes a Tviya, I also would not have the audacity to deny the whole thing. When all is said and done, when all the dust has settled, <laughs> I didn't read the end of the Gemara yet, but we don't really ever answer, the, the Gemara never really answers this question. Because the Gemara had one simple question. Why don't we talk about a case where a person says that I borrowed a hundred bucks from your dad and I pay back fifty? Because ultimately what the Gemara is going to say is, Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov says that if the katan makes the tviya, then I'm chayiv to swear. So then why can we just say, Rabbi Shu is going like Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov, and the case is where the katan is not toiveya, and the reason why I'm neman is because I have a peshasar. I didn't have to... Uh, I didn't have to admit to anything. But the bottom line is the way the Gemara is going to set it up is that according to the Chachamim, when the Katan makes a Tviya, I'm Pater and I'm a Meshav Aveda because I would have the audacity to deny everything. And according to Rebbe Lezer Ben Yaakov, I would not have the audacity to deny everything. Although, when all the dust is settled, we don't really ever, the Gemara never really answered its original question, namely, why don't we just pick a case Instead of a case where I say, you know, I bought this, this field belonged to your father, I bought it from him, just say, I borrowed a hundred bucks from your dad, I paid back fifty. And we'll say this goes like, it can't be the Chachamim, because according to the Chachamim, I'm Potter, even if you're a Tevea. But why can't it be, uh, why can't it be Rebbe Yaakov, who says that I'm Chayiv if you're Tevea, but if you're not Tevea, I'm Potter. And but just between me and you, the basic answer is that Rabbi Lezab and Yaakov would say, if he's not Toivea, I'm Pater because I'm a Meshiv Aveda. I, I, I fall under the category of the Takana of the Chachomim that you can't obligate me to swear when I didn't have to uh, offer anything. It's not, it's different than Pesha Asa. Pesha Asa says, believe me, because I could have denied the whole thing. While Rabbi Lezben Yaakov would say, if you're not Toiveya, then I fall under the category of Meshav Aveda. Let's read that inside. We're six lines from the bottom on Yer Chesam and Aleph. If you want to know, um, where are the hard Amudim in Ksubis, you're looking at it. This is Yer Ches, Yer Tes, are from the hardest blood in Ksubis. Um, but the good part about it, it is that you could read it simply and have like a very elementary shot. You know, some Gemaras, you're just like, you don't know what, what it's talking about. This Gemara, you could very easily fool yourself and read the words 
and understand it on a very elementary level. But here, here it goes. Elahacha Rabba Here we're arguing in the Shita of Rabba. Dama Rabba. Why does the Torah say a Moedim Miktsas should swear? Why should a Moedim Miktsas swear? Shouldn't we believe him? Because he's being a nice guy. Isn't he a Meshav Aveda? I mean, don't we have a concept that if somebody comes and says, Yeah, I found your wallet. The person says, Really? There were $800, not 400 So you don't have to swear because I'm being a nice guy. I didn't have to return your wallet. Here too also. I didn't have to admit to anything. I'm being a nice guy. Now you're going to make me swear? Why would the Torah say I have to swear? The answer is, because Chazaka in is I would never have the audacity to look you in the eye and say, oh, um, I, don't, I don't owe you anything. I never, never borrowed the money. You can't tell me I'm being a nice guy. I have no alternative over here. You lent me the money. I know, I wouldn't lie to your face. So that's why he has to swear. I, the question is, why would we believe him? Why should we believe him? But he is a liar. How could we have the guy swear? But, why are you having him swear? Because you think that he really owes the whole thing. So if he really owes the whole thing, so then why do you trust him to swear? The answer is, The answer is, The truth is, he really would have denied the whole thing. Um, again, the, okay, well, I'm sorry. The first step is, why do we have him swear? Why don't, uh, he's being a nice guy. The answer is, he's not being a nice guy. He would never have the audacity to uh, deny the whole thing. Um, he would have if he could have. The reason he didn't, it's because he would not have the audacity to deny everything. I, so why do you believe him? The answer is of a kule by delay Really, we think he's a nice guy, and we think he's an honest guy, and really, he would admit to the whole thing. Meaning, we don't, we're not have, we would never have a liar. We would never have a liar swear, but that's we're not having him swear because we think he's a liar. We think really he would want to admit to everything. The reason he is not admitting. He's just stalling for time. Really he would say, yeah, I take owe you a hundred bucks. But the reason why he says, I only owe you fifty, is because he wants to pay back the other fifty. He just doesn't have it on him. So in the meantime, he'll say, oh, I owe you fifty. And then they'll be precise, they'll, you know, they'll... they'll look into the case and they'll adjudicate the case and uh, he'll just buy time to get the rest of the money. Until I have money and I'll pay it. So therefore we say, no, no, no. If you're going to stall for time, you're going to deny it and we're never going to be mechaiv, you'll, you'll never get around to paying. So Rahmana Amar, the merciful one says, Rami Shvua Alei. Throw a Shvua on him. So that he admits 
but Kulei in the whole thing. So, a Moide B'Miktsas, why does a Moide B'Miktsas swear? Moide B'Miktsas swears because the truth is, we can't trust him fully. He really would want to deny the whole thing. He doesn't, because he doesn't have the audacity. Meaning, inherently, do we trust the guy? No. However, he has something keeping him in check. And that is, he's not going to brazenly lie to a guy who was nice to him and lent him money. So, if that's the case, so then why don't we assume he's telling the truth that he only he already paid back half? The answer is because we suspect that he didn't pay back anything and he's just biding time. So the question is as follows. Reb Lezer ben Yaakov Savar, there's no difference between him and there's no difference between his son, Enoi Meyaz. He would never have the audacity. So therefore, even though I am not telling the guy who lent me money that I paid back 50 He's telling the guy who uh, the guy's son that I don't owe the other fifty. So Belazim and Yaakov says we have to have him swear. Why do we have to have him swear? Because he has no. We can't say, "Ah, oh, believe him," because he would have been kaifer akal. In other words, you know, you know why Belazim and Yaakov says have him swear. The guy says, why should I swear? If I was lying, I could have denied the whole thing. Lezim and Yaakov says, nah, you never would have denied the whole thing. In other mayas, pan of lefnei ba'chayvai. So therefore, Belezer says that a moidim miksas swears even bevnai. For Abanan Savri, the rabbis hold, boyhu de ina mayas. A moidim miksas won't have the audacity to uh, deny the person who lent him money. Abba bevnai mayas. You would have the audacity to lie to the son. Therefore, you can't have a Maidu Miksa swear. He has the right to say, believe me that I paid back half because I could have denied the whole thing. So we're never going to have you swear. We, you have evidence that you're probably telling the truth. The fact that you didn't deny it, you are a, um, a gener- generously offering to pay half. You never had to do that. That's perfectly analogous to a guy returning a lost object who could say, don't bug me about the amount that I'm telling you that I found. I didn't have to show up in the first place. So too, when somebody's dealing with the son, say, you think I, I owe you more money? I could have denied the whole thing. You'd be happy that I, I admitted to half. That's how the Rabbanon look at it. The Rabbanon look at it that even when the son is saying, you're a liar, you owe my father more, I say, get lost. I could have easily denied the whole thing. Rabbi Lezer ben Yaakov, on the other hand, holds, that you're not a Meshav Aveda when the son is Toivea, because you would not have the audacity to lie to the son. You, you don't say, well, why did I have to say anything? I'm a free willing, uh, I'm free willing offering uh, half the money. The son says, no, you're not. You would never have the audacity to lie to me. However, listen carefully. But if the son is not Toivea, and the person on his own says, I borrowed money and I paid back half, Rebbe Lezer ben Yaakov would say that is Meshav Abeda. So the bottom line is, the reason we didn't pick a case in the Mishnah, where the guy on his own said, I borrowed a hundred bucks from your father, I paid back half, 
and you'd be Neman because of a Pesha Asar, is because listen carefully, Reb Lezer ben Yaakov, and it would be going according to Reb Lezer ben Yaakov. Reb Lezer ben Yaakov says that's not Pesha Asar, that's more than that, that's Meshav Aveda. That's why we didn't pick the case of where the guy says, I borrowed 100 bucks and I paid back 50, according to the sheet of Lezer ben Yaakov. Okay, now we begin the sugi of Shtaris. Shtaris is a major sugi. Rabbi David Koin, Rosh Shiva of Hebron, wrote a sefer on Ksubis just on the sugi of Shtaris. Okay, so it's like, it's a, it's a sugi, it's a, it's a miktsoya bifnayatzmai. Basically, there are a few general ideas that we're going to deal with. One idea is that when Adim signed on a star, We don't necessarily know that the, that it's authentic, authentic unless it's authenticated. Unless the Adim themselves say, yeah, this is our signature. Or we find other Adim that testify this is their signature. Or the Bezdin will match it up with other Shtarais. Now we know there's a general rule in testimony that when Adim testify, they can retract their testimony. Kivan Shehigid, Shuv Enochazer Umagin. There is a question, does that apply to testimony in a shtar? Is that like being magid, or that's that's different? That's just recorded testimony. There's, so the, so the, that's so we've discussed so far two facets. Witnesses in a shtar need authentication. Number two, there's a question. Testimony usually cannot be retracted. Could it be retracted in a shtar? Third issue is, Edim are usually not believed to render themselves wicked. You can't say about yourself, uh, by the way, I just want everyone to know that uh, I, uh, I look at my cell phone during Chazar Sashats. No, I, I don't believe you. You would never do such a thing. You have no nemanus to say that. To make yourself a Russia? No. You have no nemanus to say, I don't believe you. We don't, we don't, we don't believe you to say that. So, these are three principles, basically, that we're going to be dealing with. Says the Mishnah, Ha'edim sha'amru, k'sav yodeinu huzeh. Edim say, this is our handwriting. But you should not have nusim ha'yinu. This is our handwriting, but we were coerced into giving the testimony. Or, p'sulei ha'yinu. We were disqualified to testify. We were relatives, or we were gamblers. They're believed. Why? Because we have no idea it's their signature, only based on their testimony. But they're, they're, the, they who say it's their signature also say they're not reliable. They say, we signed it, but we're not trustworthy. That's a Pesha Asar. However, if other Adam testify it's their signature, so now we're not reliant on them anymore that it's a signature. Or we could match up their signature from another star, then they're not believed anymore to say that Anusim Hayinu, Kitanim Hayinu, because that they're only believed through a Pesha Asar, but once we verify the, their signatures independently, that destroys the Pesha Asar. Says the Holy Gemara, Amar Rami Barchama. Rami Barchama said, Now the Havamina of Rami Barchama is that Rami Barchama is qualifying the Seifa, the situation where we have verification of their testimony, of their handwriting, of their signature from elsewhere. 
Loishanu. When does the Mishnah say that we can't believe the Edim and the Seifa that they were Anusim or Ketanim or Psulei Edos? Hainu Machmas Mamain. That's if they say we were coerced by financial gain to testify. The reason why they're not believed, Rashi explains. They're not believed to render themselves wicked and to passel the star because the person's related to himself. He's not believed on himself, not for merit and not for demerit. To by by and they're passeling themselves when they say we signed falsely for monetary gain. So, Rami Rachama says, when the Seifa says they're not believed, when we can verify their signatures independently, that's when they say that we testified for a monetary gain. But, if they say, But if they say, we were coerced because our lives were threatened, so they're not rendering themselves wicked, they are believed. But in the Reisha, they're believed even if they say they testified for illicit financial gain. Why? Because we only know it's their signature through them. And they're saying we, we did it for financial reason. If we could verify the signatures independently, then we can't believe them when they say that they, that they have uh, financial gain. Because they're making themselves wicked. We can't believe them to say they're making themselves wicked. I, in the ratio, we could believe them. That's when we only know it's their signatures through their testimony. So, But in the Seifa, where there is no we can't believe them to render themselves wicked. But if they say they, their lives were threatened, then they're not making themselves wicked, so they're believed. That's how Rami Bar understands the Mishnah. So the Gemara asks, Amar Le Rava, Kol why would they believe to say in the Seifa that we testified for because our lives were on the line? So they're retracting their testimony. Now the Gemara is asking on the Seifa. Why would they be believed in the Sefer to say we testified because our lives were on the line? They don't have the power to do that. Kivan Shehigid, once they said testimony, they cannot retract the testimony. Once they testified to uh, whatever they testified to, they can't retract and say, no, we didn't mean to, we only, our lives were on the line. And they, Sorry, you already made the testimony, it's over, you already testified, you can't retract. Rashi's bothered. Yeah, and why in the Reisha could you retract? No! In the Reisha, in Ksav So we rely on them to say that it's their signature. It's one Haggadah. In the same sentence that you say, we signed, we say, we had financial gain. So it's one testimony. But in the Seifa, where they first testified... Uh, about uh, Ruven lent money to Shemayin, and that was verified. And then they want to come back and say, "No, no, we only did it because our lives are on the loan." 
line, that's a violation of Kiman Shegir Shavayin Chazer Magid. So Gemara says, really? Maybe that only applies to testimony given orally, but who says that applies to written testimony? Maybe the disqualification of Kivan Shehigit Shavayin Chazer Magid only applies to oral testimony. Avol b'shtar loy, but not to testimony in a shtar. The Amar Rishlakish, Rishlakish said, Edim hachasumim ala shtar, witnesses that sign on a shtar, na'asa kimi, it becomes as if, shenechgara edusam bebezen, as if their testimony was investigated and verified in bezen. In other words, edus on a shtar is full-fledged testimony. So they already testified, so they can't make a comeback. So again, the Havamina Rami Barachama is that in the Reisha they could testify that they're wicked because we're completely reliant on them. But in the Seifa, they can't testify that they're wicked because they know they're Mesa Matzmai Rasha. But they could testify that their life was on the line and there's no problem of Kivan Shegid Shemenechazer Magid. But the Gemara is asking, there is a problem. So the Gemara reinterprets Rami Barachama. When Rami Bar said his statement, he was going on the Reisha. The Reisha said, You're believed. Rami Bar said, In the Reisha, you're only believed to say that we our life was on the line. That's how we testified. They say that we had financial gain. Why? Even when you have a Pesha Asar, even when we're totally reliant on you, and you're the ones who say that this is our signature. So, so now you're the, we only know it's your signature based on you, but you're saying you had monetary gain? No, we can't believe you on that. If you say that your life was on the line, so we only know it's your signature through you, and you're not rendering yourself a Rasha, so we'll believe you that it's not reliable. But in the Seifa, where we have independent verification of your signature, you're not even believed if you say that our life was on the line. Why? Because Kivan Shehigid, once you testified, and that testimony was rendered by the verification, then you can retract it. Aval Amru Anusim Machmas Mamoin, why? My taima ain adam mesim asmai rasha. Now that's a big chiddush. Even when you have a pesha asar or a pesha hitter. So ain adam mesim as. So basically, we're switching on two things. Number one, if you have verification, you're never believed to to change it, because Kivan Shehiget. And number two, we thought originally you could make yourself a Rasha through, through Pesha Asar. Now we're switching on that. We're saying you're not even believed to make yourself wicked through a Pesha Asar. Tan Rabbanu, the rabbis taught. Ein ne'amonim lepaislai. You're not believed to disqualify. Divrei Rameyer. Rav Meir says, you're not believed to passel the star, even when you say our life was on the line. And we don't know that it was your signature other than you. Rav Meir argues on our Mishnah. The Chachamim say you're believed. Bishlam, according to the Rabbis, their reason is apparent. 
my time, why would Reb Meir say you're not believed? Bishlama to say, you're psule edos. You're not believed to say that. Why? Because we assume the the lender checked to make sure he got good edim. Malva The Malva checked very well. The Malva would check to make sure the Edom were good. Okay, Rabbi, so we're going to hold it over here. We'll explain this line more next time. Um, actually, I think we we did the Gemara... Um, much on a much higher level than I thought we would be able to. Uh, I think I think we did a decent job with this. Um, definitely better than I had it. Uh, very dramatic, different than that than I had it, had it in my preparation. Okay, so uh, in your zchus, you know, zchus harabim, it, it it came uh, to clear. It, it became clear to a certain, uh, you know. Be Gamar Rashi. Okay, thank you very much, everyone. Shkoya. Have a good night. Call Tov. Good night, good night. Good night, good night, good night. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.